All right, it's a, it's a young, it's an exciting feature that we do have here on Marawa Sports Worldwide. We do literally go worldwide in our bid to keep you abreast with uh, what the youngsters are doing in Europe. And tonight we're going to be fo- focusing on the 18-year-old Ukwinda. Uh, how, how do they pronounce the surname? I don't want to mess it up. Um, yeah, it's a vendor surname, you know, Nechitangani. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, Joma would have be been bad. able to <laughs> pronounce it better. Nechitangani. Yeah. I think that's what Bev said. We swallow one or two words there. He's in Barcelona. Yeah, he's in Barcelona um, in an academy called Captiva Sport Academy um, mm-hmm. that is based in, Bate- in Barcelona, uh, Catalonia. Um, he went there when <clears throat> when he was uh, 16 years old. Um, he went there and he trialed there with the academy. They took him. Yeah, so he went there since. He's, he's been there since. Where was he from? Um, it was actually from here in Gauteng in Midrand, yeah. uh, but originally from uh, Limpopo mm-hmm. uh, in Venda. That's where he's originally from. But yeah, I was based here in Gauteng. Um, so most of his, you know, <coughs> um, youth uh, football is played it here in Gauteng. Um, where since the age of six, uh, he's been playing here in Gauteng. Played for Sentin FC, uh, played for Highlands Park, mm-hmm. uh, plays for Bupila Soccer Academy, plays for Discovery Academy, plays for in- played for University of Pretoria. Um, yeah, and I think I must note that uh, with Sentinel, uh, Sentinel FC, you know, mm. he won football of the year two years running, top goal scorer of the year two years running at the age of, he was only six. Sure. Um, then went on to Highlands Park, um, won most dedicated player uh, two years running, went to, uh, went, then went on with PLO, went on to Discovery, and then when he was at the University of Pretoria, when he was 14 years old, he won club football of the year. Um, for his age group, obviously, and then he won a top goal scorer as well. Um, in those in those in those two years running, and then he ended up, you know, um, 2016 when he was 16, ended up moving to uh, Captiva, a trial there, and they took him in. Um, his first season there, amazingly, um, played 40 games, scored 36 goals, and scored assisted what? 36 goals, and assisted a good uh, 31 assists in his first season. And yeah, that this is 2017. At what age? That is crazy. All right, it, 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 it's ridiculous though, regarding that. And and how is he getting along? Yeah, yeah, he's doing very well because he arrived there at Captiva in 2017, where he scored, you know, these goals and assisted um, these assists. And then yeah, he went on for for the 2018-19 season, which is where we are now. Um, he has scored incredible, you know, 17 goals and, and he has 19 assists so far. So, yeah, he's doing very well out there. But the numbers, though, the numbers are ridiculous. Yeah, they're they, they very ridiculous, they're up. And what, what, what does he, I mean, if you had to look at him as a player, there's always strong points. Um, let's use universal examples where Ronaldo, good in the air, can score with the header. Um, Messi takes people on, can do almost anything with the ball. What, what, what What's the speciality? Yeah, um, number one, I think I must say that, you know, he can play anywhere in the front line, um, whether it's the left wing, right wing, um, attacking midfielder and the main striker. Um, so his, uh, his strength is basically um, creativity. It's basically creativity. Um, he's good on the ball, you know. That's one. That's one aspect of his game that you know. I noticed that you know what, the boy can play. The boy can dribble. The boy can create. You know, you don't get thirty-one assists if you don't create goals, and you don't score thirty-six goals if you are not good with your feet. Um, even though I think I haven't, I uh, must be honest, I haven't seen how good he is on the air. But yeah, with the ball, 
um, on the feed is very good. Um, I've even retweeted one video there on my Twitter account sure. at Prince Sobaini. Um I retweeted, retweeted, retweeted the video there of him before we came onto the show, so people can go up out there and, and, and see what we've seen. I mean, it's amazing, though. It, it reminds me of my conversation with uh, Jerez Kosana on Sunday, uh, because from my research as well, I know that he plays a lot of indoor soccer, um, you know, something that people take for granted. But indoor soccer, it's all about the small spaces that you have just like basketball, high intensity. You've got to run more. You've got to cover a little space. It, 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 it then tracks down your skill factor, how good you are in handling the ball. And he does very well as well in indoor soccer. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, because um, during off-seasons, uh, during off-seasons, she's like after the season ends, um, that's what he focuses on, you know, indoor soccer, playing indoors, you know, moving in those tight spaces, being able to um, dribble past players being able to you know do things that are impossible in those small spaces and that's what he does you know during preseason and it's working for him um because what i know is that he comes back um almost every off season and comes and trains with even with teams like such as sundowns um here in south africa so it's good and also university of pretoria he trains with them sometimes when he's back so yeah he's very focused that's what he does in indoor soccer and you know you know the the advantages of, of playing indoor soccer now, w when you talk about where he is, the base itself, Captiva, what is it about it? What are the long-term goals from what you've picked up does he have? Because, I mean, if you're in Barcelona, you could end up anywhere. And I know that he's been, uh, you know, he's been training with Spanish clubs like Abo Sain, uh, Kuga, FC, etc. What do you think the end objectives are? Um, yeah, look, I think... Um, if if you look at it, you know, uh, already for the fact that he's already in Barcelona, yeah. um, you know, Barcelona is a footballing city on its own. It's a history. It's, it's a it's a city full of history. There's clubs like FC Barcelona that we all know. There's Espanyol, yeah. um, that also plays in La Liga. So when you are there alone, it gives you the opportunity to be able to impress those clubs, to be able in that space. And, you know, the Captiva Academy plays with those clubs, mm. plays with the academies of those clubs. So you could be snatched up by any of those clubs at any time. And I think the end goal at the end of the, it's become, um, it is to play, you know, in La Liga, is to play in any European league. I think that's the end goal. And with this type of stats, with this type of focus and from, for, for, for a South African, someone who's in a foreign country, you know, to be doing that well, look, there must be something special about him and he's definitely going to achieve that, that goal. Now, is he on the radar of anybody in terms of our national teams? Is he being looked at from what you know? Has he had call-ups? No, from what, I've, from what I know, no, he hasn't, you know, um, received any collapse, you know, even when I spoke to him, because yeah. I do speak to him on a regular basis. Yeah, he did say that, no, no, so far there hasn't been any contact, um, there hasn't been any collapse. So, yeah, but hopefully in the near future, you know, he must work very hard so that he can go to the next level and then be noticed and call up to the, to the national team. All right, so that's a name to remember, Prince. Remind us again so that South Africans can get used to it. And when they do hear of him uh, coming through, uh, like we have had with the our under-23 Crystal Palace captain, then you can say, yeah, I remember. They spoke about this chap. Yeah, his name is Gwinda um, Nechitangani, you know. Um, it's a vendor, it's a vendor surname, so um, you'll excuse my pronunciation. No, you've so done remember well. the name. You've done well. <laughs> you've wrapped your tongue firmly around that uh, as well. I know that last week we were due to chat to Pepe Uyaya, and um, 
there was a, just a problem with the connection in terms of him. Uh, I mean, a, a wonderful defensive midfielder groomed by the KZN Academy, uh, went on trials in Portugal and Sporting Lisbon. Uh, I think we covered most of his background as well, eventually signing him uh, back in 2017 in June, uh, spending a year with them playing as well uh, for the under-19s, where he was a regular with the squad and even played the UEFA Youth League before moving uh, to sign with the Vitoria Setubal. That is the caliber. You mentioned those names and you start to think to yourself, my goodness, and he's there uh, before he disappears. Babu Stola, good evening. Uh, good evening, Mr. How are you? I am very, very well. Very pleased, very proud of your progress. How are you feeling? You've obviously acclimatized and I do believe you even know the language now. Wow. Well, uh, uh, I'm trying the language, but uh, I, I think uh, maybe uh, after... Two or three months, uh, I will speak better. What what do you know in terms of Portuguese? Uh, I only know the basic things, and uh, 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 I can understand uh, when uh, they are speaking, but uh, the problem uh, is to respond back. But uh, I think, uh, uh, as I said before, maybe after two or three months, then uh, I'll be able to, uh, to speak proper Portuguese, I can say. Do, do they give you training at all? Do they take you for lessons? Is that part of the curriculum over there? Mm, no, not yet, not yet, uh, not yet. But uh, I was, uh, I was still uh, organizing that uh, with my coach. So uh, I, I think maybe by next week uh, I'll start some classes. I mean, a product. I, I remember when you were leaving KZN, the academy, and you were going there for trials at uh, Sporting Lisbon. Uh, but uh, I mean, you managed and you made it. How has it been just acclimatizing, getting used to the conditions over there? Ah, well, uh, I can say uh, it wasn't easy uh, because uh, of the new uh, new uh, environment uh, I was going in. But uh, I think uh, uh, I took it day by day. And uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, I managed to... Uh, to Exactly in there uh, because uh, I've played most uh, of the game, so uh, I think yeah. I'm, I'm here with the man that you might know very well, Lou Prince Obayeni. Uh, he's been sitting next to me. He's been giving me updates about how well you've been doing, uh, Prince. You wanna say hi to Uyaya? Yeah, yeah. Kunjan, kunjan, good. No, no, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Um, yeah, look, um, we, we profiled you on the show last week. You know, it was quite unfortunate that we couldn't uh, have you come on the show because we've been looking forward to having you on the show. Um, you've been doing very well there, flying the flag, you know, um, playing very well in all the teams that you've been been to. But I just want to, to ask, um, you know you know that when you went over, you, you, you were sporting Lisbon and then eventually you went to, to Vitoria. But I want to understand, what was the thinking behind, you know, joining um, fellow, you know, a Premier League team, a Belenenses? What was the thinking behind that? What motivated that move? Uh, uh, I think, uh, on my own perspective, you, uh, I think uh, because I, I talked to my agent and uh, he said, uh, uh, Belen uh, was beside me. So uh, I think, uh, uh, and uh, when uh, I profiled the team, uh, I saw that, uh, they had a good history. Uh, they uh, they promote a lot of players uh, to the big team. So uh, 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 what came uh, in my mind is that maybe one day or so, uh, maybe that uh, will also happen to me. Uh, 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 because uh, uh, Balance uh, is a team that uh, plays uh, my same 
style uh, of football. So, uh, uh, um, uh, so I think uh, I'm happy to be here and uh, I'm proud. I can say uh, because they are they are giving the 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 opportunity to play. So, I'm happy. I can say. Madam Tala, come again. Leo Lundi was the Natal, so you want to say Portugal, school Sam. Manja Mabakaza, la Bala Leluti, in terms of a position Yako, a EP position about Yal Sagiona, Manja, and EP or Itanda. Um, uh, the cooler, so Bengala, who ate or ten, but. Uh, because uh, they saw my height uh, and stuff, so Babono would say uh, maybe uh, I, I can play uh, a little bit deeper. So most uh, of the times I play as a number six now, but sometimes uh, I play as a number eight. But uh, I think Minaje, the prefer Uglala is uh, six because I'm comfortable with Kakul Manje and Singjole Uglala Kon. All right, let me bring somebody in who will know you very, very well and would have been part of making sure that you bought that flight to go all the way to Portugal. Uh, he's yes. KZN Academy Director. Uh, that's uh, Carlos Catalino. Carlos, good evening. Welcome to the show. Good evening, Rob. You must be happy to hear one of your products comfortably in Portugal right now. I'm uh, extremely, extremely happy to hear from him. He's uh, one of our special, special children that we'd like to call at the Academy. And, um, you know, to see him go from strength to strength and every year grow from a child into a man. He's no longer a child. Uh, he's uh, a big man and uh, showing what it's all about. When you talk about the raw diamonds that you keep polishing at the KZN Academy, what was it about this man in the dusty Ulundi that day that said, you know what, uh, with uh, Paolo, who was um, obviously still there, uh, Paolo Cardoso, that said, you know what, L- let's bring this man here. Uh, he would do very well. Well, um, when we were out scouting and that, uh, and as you know, Paolo's credentials from sports in Lisbon and, and the players that he had worked with, um, Spapello was basically um, within five minutes of the, the actual scouting session, and Paolo came to us and he said, you know, please go see the mother and the father now. We need to sign this boy. This boy is exceptional. And I said, look, Paolo, no problem. As soon as we finish with the the old program, we'll go see the parents in the afternoon. And Paolo said, no, no, we will go now. And uh, so we knew straight away that the excitement that the international uh, coach and scout like Paolo was, um, that he was so excited to find this youngster. And uh, what was uh, exceptional about Spapello is that he was competing with boys four or five years older than him, and um, he felt quite at home. I mean, it's, it's amazing, though, because when you look at his journey, uh, Carlos, and you, and you look at where he is, and I know that uh, Prince did ask the reasoning behind where you come in for trials at Sporting, you sign up for them, and then you move on and you go to Vittoria Setubal. What is the overall setup and what's the end goal? Well, I think our end goal is to make sure that these players have an ultimate career. The, you know, a footballer's career is only 14 years. And we try and make sure that they get to a certain point that they're going to have a great career. Uh, financially, it's going to be good for them. Um, and most important is that they one day represent our national team. Um, the object of the academy is always to produce players for for Bafana Bafana and the other national team. And if we can take someone who's got all that potential, like Spapello had, and guide him to a point where he can then take over his own career, 
and uh, build on that and become a road model for other players. So I think um, that is the ultimate goal for the academy. Uh, Fabello went to Sporting Lisbon. He was uh, well received there. Unfortunately, it didn't work out uh, at the end of what was required. But I think he's in the, the right club at the moment to give him good opportunities. Um, he's on knocking on that, on that door now on the first team. Um, and uh, like I say, it's given him time to also mature. That very special one year in Europe to actually mature and uh, to be part of um, the, the culture as well of uh, European football. Spapello, from your side, obviously Carlos does underlie the fact that you're very, very close to breaking into the first team. When, how close do you think you are and what do you need to do? Uh, uh, I think uh, I'm, uh, I'm nearly there uh, because uh, most of the times uh, I'm training with the first team, like uh, maybe uh, three days a week, uh, every week. Uh, uh, they call me to come uh, and train uh, with the first team, and then maybe uh, on uh, on uh, Friday, then uh, I will go down to uh, to under 23 to prepare for the game uh, on Saturday. So uh, I think uh, if uh, I continue like this and and uh, Work more uh, uh, everything will be possible. Wow. You know, the crazy thing about Twitter is that Fred Morketti has just retweeted or put on my timeline a tweet that I sent out on the 31st of October 2017. And in that tweet, I said, Proud moment, a young kid from Ulundi, now at Sporting, makes his first UEFA Youth League appearance against <laughs> Juventus. It's Tolle under 19 KZN Academy. And that is from back then. What was that moment like? I mean, here you're talking UEFA Youth League. It's it's the younger version of what we have now with the UEFA Champions League. Yeah, Rob. Uh, well, I was, uh, I was a little bit nervous, uh, but uh, uh, when I came in, uh, uh, because uh, Thiago, uh, Thiago Fernandez, uh, who was my coach, uh, he has trusted me uh, uh, and uh, Told me that no, look, boy, this uh, this uh, is a very competitive stage. So I need you to come down. There are a lot, uh, there are a lot of, of people watching this game. So just uh, just do uh, uh, what you know. Just play your own football, uh, and uh, we'll take it from there. Then uh, 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 I came on. Uh, uh, I play easy, 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 easy. Then. Everything went out, and uh, uh, on the next game we played against uh, Olympiacos. Uh, then uh, I came on again uh, on the, uh, on the second half. Uh, I did the same thing. Then uh, uh, we went to play away against Barcelona, and uh, I was in the starting uh, eleven. And uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, I, I, I received some news uh, uh, in the morning that says. Uh, I'm not going to be able to go uh, because my uh, because uh, of my rent and card. So I was I was very 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 disappointed. So unfortunately, uh, I didn't go and I I didn't get a chance to play against uh, one of the best in the world. Can say. Sure. But, yeah, devastating it must have been. But colors for you that that UEFA game would have almost cemented for you what you've always wished for players to be <laughs> at that level. It does, it does. It's actually fantastic. Uh, you know, when we look at uh, Spapelo's case, a uh, youngster at the age of 14 from uh, Ulundi um, to then uh, 
five years later uh, to be sitting uh, playing against Juventus um, and having that opportunity to showcase his talent. Uh, I think that's what all we stand for. That's all we really want is to give these boys these, these opportunities that they deserve. We've always known that the talent is here in South Africa. We've always known that given these boys the right chances and the right opportunities that they will succeed. And uh, by Spapelo achieving what he has achieved until now, because we don't see anything as uh, the final success until he represents South Africa one day. But everything that he's done so far has made everything that we go through day in, day out worth it. I get a big smile when I see my boys have played 90 minutes or they've played 10 minutes or anything that they can actually produce while we're overseas. So for us, that's that everything. Uh, okay, uh, Mr. Carlos, you know, um, number one, you know, let me first uh, start by saying, you know, um, like you, um, I'm, I'm for one, for, for as a South African, I'm very grateful for the work that we have done uh, for the country and for these boys, you know. Um, Kazanian Academy is a small boy, you know, in terms of um, how long you've been operating and how long you've been, you know, producing these boys. But look, I just want to say from my side that I'm grateful that we have people like you that are doing the job that you are doing. Um, but for people that may, perhaps don't have information about Kazanian Academy, you know, um, if you could just maybe let us know how does it work, how does the trial uh, process work, and what is what how to what at which age group do you take the boys? Well, thank you very much for that. We really appreciate all the support that we can get from all South Africans uh, around our project. Um, as you said, we are a very young uh, entity that's uh, trying to make a difference. But basically what we do is we scout players to a specific profile um, per position. And once we've scouted the players, we bring them into the academy. And then we try to develop them as uh, young as from the age of 10. So we currently have teams from under 11 all the way through to under 19. We work a little bit different to the normal system, so we work by year. We don't work just on the age group. So we have uh, players that are, like, for example, under 19s are players born uh, 2001, 2002. And then on our younger ages, we have A and B teams so that we don't miss a generation. So we try to find the best player per age group, per position so that we have the generations all working similar to a conveyor belt. The profiles are very important because we're looking at certain markets where we can place the players, and we try to get players that will be able to compete at one day at the professional level. Um, we work uh, seven days a week, um, six days the staff, myself and my partner, and as well as the South African Football Association, uh, put together the program. And uh, we work uh, to try and uh, unearth that raw diamond and develop them and then find um, a club that uh, they will take them uh, to the next level and then hopefully make sure that they play for our country. Uh, thank you very much, man. You know, um, you are doing a good job and, you know, your formula might be different. But look, for me, and as I've been saying on the show, uh, that it seems like to be the working formula because, I mean, just last season alone, you sent around about seven boys overseas, um, which is something that is very new to us South Africans. As you know, that we've been struggling for years um, to produce or to send players overseas. 
And I think the mistake that we've been sending, you know, we've been using a different formula of sending players at a very um, old age. And now with your formula, you take them young, um, you make sure they go through the right processes. And yeah, the formula is working. So I just want to say, you know, continue um, doing the good work and also try to benchmark other academies to also follow in the same formula because um, it seems to be the formula that's working. And yeah, we're doing a good job. We're very happy. Most um, people are the product of what you are doing. And we can see that your, the work that you are doing is there and yeah keep keep going thank you so much i really really appreciate it yeah yeah what was it like man when you when you went to chile um because you were there as part of the squad uh for the under 17 world cup ah uh it was uh it was uh it was uh uh, i don't i I don't even know how to explain the feeling that uh, i felt that time but i think yeah it was uh, it was the best feeling ever. It was the best feeling ever. But uh, at that uh, at that uh, stage, uh, uh, I was a bit shy, I can say, uh, because uh, uh, I, uh, I didn't get the chance uh, maybe to play uh, with the one uh, of the best uh, South African players. Uh, so uh, like uh, Osbonga or Art. So. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, I didn't get a chance uh, to to showcase my talent properly. So yeah, but uh, We've got a couple of voice notes. Maybe one that will take a call as well that's uh, come through. Let's listen in. Yeah, good evening, Rob, and uh, good evening to your listeners as well. Uh, this is Karabo from Metro, and you know, just listening to those young boys speak, I think the discipline uh, that he's been, you know, has been instilled rather uh, out at Benfica, just says an awful lot, you know, about the academies uh, out in Europe. And I'm, I'm really, really satisfied, you know, that you were able to unearth yet another football talent. And I hope and pray that, you know, the national team, uh, particularly the under-23s, you know, moving forward, they can try and, uh, you know, call him up. But I'm, I'm sure, I'm pretty much sure that he would like to play so for South Africa, starting with the under-23s and then the first team. I think you know we've got a prospect here in our in our hands as as well as uh, the young player that was recently called to the under 23s uh, squad by David Tavares Tavares. But for this young boy, absolutely uh, delighted for him. I mean, coming uh, you know right through uh, the rural areas of Ulundu all the way to Benfica says an awful lot about you know his talent as well and how hard uh, a player is in terms of working hard. So I'm very very uh, delighted for him and I hope and pray that you know he continues working very hard and and possibly next season uh, play for the first team in the European Champions League. Oh. I think that's everybody's desire, Carlos. I've been a very positive call that's come through. Oh, 100%. I think uh, Spopelo knows, and uh, he knows that I've told him those first two Champions League tickets belong to me. So I'm waiting um, <laughs> patiently for when it arrives. And he knows it's uh, from day one since uh, I got him into the academy. I said, Spopelo, I don't want anything out of you except two tickets to your first Champions League game as a senior. So, oh, wow. Rob, I'm waiting. Oh, wow. <laughs> How close are we, Pepelo, from doing that, man? Ah, I'm nearly there. Uh, maybe after four years, five years, uh, because to play uh, in that stage, it's very, 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 very difficult to play with one of the best players in the world. Like, Neymar now, you have to really work, work more harder and harder and harder. So, I think, good one again. Yeah, I was going to say, you better respect that position, man. The greatest player in the world, Ronaldo, has been there. Uh, <laughs> showed his form, my friend. All right, we got, we got Solomon in the Eastern Cape, uh, also talking about some of the young stars. Good evening, Solomon. 
Good evening, Robert. How are you? I'm great, man. We need your wisdom. That's great, man. Uh, yeah, I just want to know about those young boys, which is there in the uh, small location, like where I'm staying, in Sterkstrom, hmm. So, I miss, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Yeah. How are you? I can hear. It's rush hour, that side. That's great, yeah. Uh, then, uh, there are a lot of young boys, which is very, very talented. I'm a so-called lover. I just watch them and go and watch them. Simply just, we are uh, ridiculous. But they don't know. They, ca- they can't get that chance of going play in the speak clubs and nobody scouts on them. How could they can get chance of this? And how would I can help them? Which part of the Eastern Cape, Solomon, are you Greenstone, talking about? Greenstone area. Greenstone area. Okay. You know what? We'll investigate that for you because, you know, in a similar way to the KZN Academy and what uh, uh, Carlos and his team do is they go out. Uh, It's not one of these things you put out on social media, say we are having trials and expect people to come rushing in. For the raw talent, talent like Cabos Pepele uh, and them, you, you, they have to go out there to the rural areas, whether it's Ulundi, Freyhead, Melmonte, all of those places. It's about yes. physically going there. So for us, with the Eastern Cape, yes. and, and maybe it's, it will be part of a project, maybe Carlos might be interested in, in, in the future, uh, is branching out outside of KZN, knowing how much of the depth of talent we have in this country. But we'll, we'll update you, though, Solomon. I think it's a good point that you're raising. Thank you, thank you, my brother. Uh, I you must know that it. I'm from North South Africa. I'm from Eritrea. From Eritrea, not a problem. Hundred percent. We all brothers in the end. Eritrea, uh, wherever, <laughs> Kungunlovu, we we all brothers. Don't worry. Sure, sure, my brother. Thank you. Hundred percent. Appreciate it, Keep my friend. Okay. All right. Scouting there, Eastern Cape. Uh, Eritrean pops up there, Carlos. Well, you know, uh, Rob, that's one of the things that the Kazan Academy wants to do, is to be able to scout uh, outside the province. Um, unfortunately, our restrictions is financial to be able to get to everybody. Um, but there are certain things that we are uh, looking at and have got on the cards uh, to try to get out to more, uh, more players and uh, to, to get more opportunities. Um, but um, like we said, Kazan Academy is still very small. But if we get the support from the provinces and uh, from uh, government and other entities as sponsors, um, nothing will stop us from going anywhere. Um, we're always ready to pack in the car and uh, go have a look. And if there's an exceptional talent out there that anyone sees that uh, believes that he should give an opportunity, um, contact the academy and let's see if we can do something. Um, that's all we can promise is that we'll really give it a good go. How, yeah, sorry, I know Prince wanted to come in. How can they contact the Academy? Well, they can contact me on uh, my uh, my personal number, yeah. 063-440-6473, or they can contact the Academy via our email address, which is kznacademy at gmail.com, or alternatively, just go to our Facebook or Twitter account, um, uh, KZN Football Academy, and uh, just leave a message, uh, and we will come back to you. Maybe just give that number again. I think you're sounding like me when I'm rattling out these numbers on air. <laughs> it's 063-440-6473. Mm-hmm. 
Lovely stuff. Carlos, keep up the good work. I hope the funding comes through, the support comes through, and we get more as Pepelo's Yaya tourist toilets of this world uh, flying out into the uh, international sphere. And, and Pepelo, all the best of luck, man. Portugal. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get Carlos to when you've done well to give you your, your nice pop and flace, etc. But for now, stick to the pasta, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us and, and well done. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much, Rob. All right. Thanks so much there to both Carlos Catalino, uh, KZN Academy Director, and also Pepe Los Tolle, who's all the way in Portugal. Wonderful work that has been done uh, by the Academy. Wonderful work that's been done individually by the players. He sounds confident, and the, the voice note was saying so. You would be happy as well. I mean, we, we can't run away from that. We're going to come back, though. With one, we, we're giving you a bonus today. We normally just probably highlight two. We got three today. Yes, as we go to Leeds United. When I talk about Leeds, everybody remembers Lucas Khatteb. No, the family's grown. Marawa Sports Worldwide. Prince Sobayeni. I've been arguing that it's the fact that South African uh, Premier Soccer League, the teams don't play young players. They don't give young players a chance. So that's the trend that we're facing. Players have to leave now from the MTC team to go to Europe. The PSL uh, teams are just don't have confidence in the young players. And these players will have to either go through an academy, like your KZN Academy, uh, for example. And then from there, they have to be uh, pushed directly from the academy without necessarily playing first team football. So at least I would say that if a player has to leave South Africa, this 23 must be the maximum age that a player should live because there's a lot of stakes, not about football only. It's about many other aspects. So that's the challenge that we face. So we must try as PSL teams or as South Africa to export players at a very young age. I mean, mo- most of the players now are going through academies in Europe. All right, let's dive straight into this one here, though, uh, Prince, because I can see there's, uh, there's both father and son here. Who do we have? I'm just excited that he's playing for Leeds United. Um, yeah, today we have Max McMillan, um, 16-year-old out in, in Leeds United. Um, he's a striker. Um, he's actually a grandson of you know former Cali's coach um, Trevor Trevor McMillan, and yeah, a son of um, Andy, you know, a legend, the legendary Andy McMillan, you know, the former York City legend. Oh. Um, so yeah, he's from a footballing, you know, from a footballing family. All right, uh, let me in fact uh, go to Max. He's the under-18 striker at uh, Leeds United. Max, good evening. Welcome to good MSW. Evening. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Congratulations, man. I've heard all sorts of good things about you. Thank How are you, you acclimatizing? How's life over there? Yeah, really good. Really good, um, especially this season at Leeds United. Um, it's been, obviously, as you can see, that we're fighting for promotion to the Premier League. So, at Leeds, is going really well as a club and hopefully, hopefully developing as a player as well. But I mean, how does that feel on, on, on the back of so many people having written off Leeds United historically um, after the great, like Leeds United's former captain, Lucas Khadeba, that I mentioned, another South African uh, who was over there? What is it like, though? The, the buzz must be ridiculous. Oh, I mean, around the changing, uh, around the training ground, it's been absolutely brilliant with the Marco Bielsa coming in, um, changing the philosophy of the club of just keeping the ball and playing football like the way if you I don't know if you've watched been watching Leeds this season, the way they've been passing the ball, the the boys in the like 
in the first team, just seeing mates. Whereas before, that buzz around the change uh, around the training ground wasn't wasn't as good as it is now. And you can see the club developing all the time. All right, I want to bring in here New York City legend Andy McMillan, who is your father, Max. Good evening, Andy. Good evening. You must be proud of this man, aren't you? Yes, uh, proud of uh, well, proud of both of them. I've got another son who's actually playing in Sweden at the moment, so we've got two that could potentially uh, represent South Africa. That is, I was going to ask you that, given the achievements that Max has had, surely you'd want to see him donning a a South African national team jersey. Oh, it'd be fantastic! You know, we've we, we've been over once. Me and Alex went over, um, and you know, introduced ourselves and saying, "Listen, we've got two lads here that potentially could play for the under 17s and the under 20s." You know, are you interested? Because because they're both desperate to play, um, and they both get allegiance to South Africa through through by um, me being born in South Africa. And what was the response? Uh, have you spoken to someone from the association? Uh, no, not yet. Uh, we did a lot with Paul Mitchell from SSG, um, who's based over in South Africa, and he's he's desperately trying to get us to get the boys over, you know, even to train and just to show them what they can do, really. And ultimately, Max, that is what you want to do. I think the sign of any football player is to end up representing his country one way or the other uh, and, and, and being in a World Cup for the senior team at some stage. Yeah, definitely. Um from from a young age, I've known that South Africa that I want to play for them. I want um, it's one of my goals to play internationally, and hopefully it'll, that that day will come one day. Ah, fantastic! Um, um, good evening, sir. Um, it's Prince here. Um, look, I, you know, I've been following your son, you know, for a while. No, actually, both sons, you know, it's just that uh, with um, Alex, um, it's a yeah, bit difficult right. to get information, you know, outside of Sweden because, you know, he plays in the lower leagues there. But, yeah, look, we're keeping tabs on them. And, yeah, we've yeah. been monitoring them. And, yeah, Max would tell you that, you know, I've been reporting on him, you know, even on, on, our, on our account on, on social media. So, yeah, we're keeping tabs on them. And we hope that they Good. do want to come and, and play for us. And we hope that they do come and play for us. And that, yeah, we want to see them in the Premier League one day. And I think it's also your dream as a father to see him there. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, I was born in, born in South Africa, but my father was obviously a manager over there as well. So, he, you know, he's desperate for the boys to represent the country. Uh, it's all it is basically is just waiting for an opportunity um, and the boys will be over like a shot to, to show what they can do and give them, you know, give them an opportunity to to thrive both in internationally and at club level. What exposure, Max, do you get to, let's say, the first team? I know you're under 18. There's a, there's a different structure to how things are done. Uh, a guy like Spapello that we were chatting to earlier on, he's over in Portugal. And, you know, from time to time, he says he's been training with the first team. At, at what stage do you get that chance to interact with the first team? Well, at the moment, I'm currently under 16 and been pushing for under 18 level. Um, I'm trying to play week in, week out for the under 18s. But to play, to play in the first team level, it'd probably be more likely next year when I start full time at the club. Um, but at Leeds, the opportunities you get at the club is very high and the way they uh, bring the academy into the first team is very good. And Andy, when, when again you look at the potential for Leeds and uh, we all remember Ellen Road, we know what that's all about. There's a culture. I mean, it's a team that doesn't deserve to be there. It's the same thing people said when Newcastle were relegated. Good thing that Rafa Benitez stuck around, saw them through to the uh, premiership. You know, you you would be mad out of your 
out of your skin if uh, you know they go through to the premiership and at some point your son manages to go through yeah i mean it'd be fantastic uh, opportunity for for max um as Max just said there, I mean, he's still at school uh, at the moment, so he doesn't start till July full-time with, yeah. the, uh, with the under-18. So his development has been speedy, and that's all down to Leeds Academy and Leeds of philosophy. You look at the players they've brought through to the first team this year, alone from the academy is pretty high. Um, so if he keeps working hard, he keeps being determined, looks after himself, does well at school applies himself, you know, he's got all the uh, attributes to do it. It's just up to him to put the hard work in um, and develop as a player and as a person. We're going to have you back on the show pretty soon, Andy. I, I, I do sense that your other son will be there alongside you and we'll talk further yeah. about um, the sport. Well, keep up the good work, yeah. Max. I think we just right. really wanted to put you out there for South Africans to know yeah. that we're appreciate, you were there. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. the phone Thank call you. and uh, the exposure. Thank you. Yeah, and, and you're on social media. Maybe just give us your Twitter handle uh, while we are here with you. Uh, mine is at MacMillan1968. Why1968? No, uh, at MacMillan. Yeah. 1968. Ah, I see. All right. Yeah. Fantastic. It should should be there. If not, give me a call and I'll, I'll let you know what it is. Perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks again for the exposure. We appreciate that. Anytime. Thank you very much. Thanks, Max. Right. Thanks, Andy. Uh, thanks. All right. Father and son coming through. Oh, it's a beautiful setup and a compliment as well. We are fresh out of time. Uh, Prince uh, Selby says, you know, let's let's commend Prince Sobayeni uh, for his commitment to exposing us to such talent, uh, which is giving us hope for a better Bafana Bafanti. Uh, Bafana Bafana says country duty. So, yeah, nice one. Thank you, Prince. We'll be back again next week, right? Yeah. Okay, we're not going to give away who we're going to be highlighting. People of course, must, people of must listen. <laughs> and uh, I think well done again. FIFA, <laughs> the 2010 FIFA World Cup Legacy Trust for making sure that their funds are channeled correctly when it comes to what we spoke about earlier, which is the KZN Academy.